the Holy Trinity Upper School Podcast. The following homilies were recorded live in front of our student body at Holy Trinity Episcopal Academy located in Melbourne, Florida. Our chapels exist to proclaim the amazing grace of God in Jesus Christ, and it's our hope that these homilies will provide you with a measure of encouragement and comfort. Thanks for listening. A reading from Genesis 1, verses 1 through 3. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was formless and void, and darkness covered over the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. And then God said, let there be light, and there was light, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, uh, as another reminder, um, if you are interested in helping out in chapel, uh, whether that is both as a um, a reader uh, doing the... Oh, sorry. Uh, the readings, um, each every chapel. Uh, well, you don't you don't have to do it every chapel, but we'll divide it up. But um, please meet in the small chapel at lunch. If you're also just interested in um, being a part of chapel, giving, uh, just maybe maybe you're a little bit nervous about the idea of reading up in front of everybody, but you want to be a part of it. You want to get involved. Also, um, please just grab your pizza, ninth uh, through twelfth. Grab your pizza that during your lunch. Come over to the small chapel, and uh, we'll meet there. And, you, and then also, again, if you're still interested in praise band, uh, you know, we have one more chance to sign up. And what I mean by that is I left this here the whole time, and it was here. So maybe that means somebody who didn't sign up before needs to sign up. So, okay. All right, I'm going to put this here. Okay, so we said uh, Wednesday that we are going to start uh, walking through uh, the story of the Bible uh, this fall. Uh, and so I thought maybe the, the best place to start is at the beginning, because as we know from The Sound of Music, the beginning is, wow, you guys are the most uncultured people I know. Uh, so it's a very good place to start, people. It's a very good place to start. Uh, and um, if you are familiar at all with the Bible, you, you might have uh, read this passage before, and I'm not going to get into here because we don't have time Uh, any of the um, uh, supposed tensions between science and faith um, or the uh, or any of those issues we just you know unless you guys want to sit here for a couple hours um, and hear me talk about things I really don't have any idea about uh, which maybe you do Um, but uh, what I want to draw us into on this is is what is happening what what does the beginning of this of the Bible what is the beginning of the story if God if God is the author of this story if God is, is writing a story that, that not only communicates truth or communicates uh, some events that happened in history, but also is some type of self-communication, some type of, of revelation of his, his person. Uh, we we kind of talked about it at the very beginning of this year, um, which we're only done with the first week. I don't know if that feels like we've been here much longer to anyone. But uh, what we talked about is that, that chapel, we've got to be about um, hearing what God has to reveal about himself. Because if we go through life assuming what God is like, we could end up with all sorts of beliefs or assumptions about him. But that God, in his goodness and in his grace, has given us an actual picture or an actual uh, revelation or an actual story of where he's saying, this is what I am like. This is who I am. And one of the first um, places where we see that is in this story of creation, where uh, God, um, what, what Christians believe is that God created everything that exists out of nothing. Uh, and that, and this story in Genesis 1 is actually a picture of how God began to do that. Uh, and what's going on here, I think, is actually really applicable to our lives, surprisingly enough. 
um, because I want to go back through uh, the text. It says, in the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, it says this, the earth at this time, the earth was formless and void. Now, the Hebrew word, now, remember, you know, this, the Bible was not written in English. It wasn't like some guy sat down and just wrote, you know, like a story in English and was like, hey, this is the Bible. Um, it was written uh, in, in different languages. The Old Testament, much of the Old Testament was written in ancient Hebrew. Um, and uh, Hebrew, the, the word for this, the word for formless and void here um, is actually a word called tohu vabohu. Everybody say that with me. Tohu vabohu. That's a cool. That's a cool word, right? No. Okay. Um, the, and tohu vabohu has, has been a um, people have never been quite sure how to translate it. You know, this is one of the. You know, there are some words where it's like stick, and you're like, yeah, I think I know. I think I can translate that pretty easily. This is a word that's a little bit more complex, and they're not ever exactly sure how to translate it. The only other time that the word is used in the Bible. Um, it is, it's in Isaiah, and it references uh, two things. It references chaos and destruction. And so what, it, what, what the earliest verse in the Bible is portraying is a world, uh, a world that is inhospitable to life, a world that is chaotic, a world that um, is uh, in the midst of darkness. It says that there is a darkness covering the face of the deep. Um, in other words, the... the before God gets involved, that the world is um, without hope, uh, that the world is feeling, uh, not the world is feeling, but the world is in chaos, that things are upside down, things are topsy-turvy, things, things aren't making sense, and there's no way that life can really thrive here. Um, and I do think that there are times, at least in my life, and there are probably a couple of you in here too, that you might feel like your life feels a little bit uh, tohu vabohu. Maybe not, maybe you wouldn't say that, but there are times in our lives, there are things that happened over the summer for you. There are things that have happened in this first week where you have begun to feel like your life is um, entering into some type of chaos, some type of, of um, uncertainty. Maybe even some of you actually genuinely do feel hopeless. There are times in our lives when we feel like a... a um, uh, that, that there's nothing that can that can uh, nothing good that can come out of things. Maybe it was a relationship where you feel like there's there's just nothing more that can come out of this. That that um, that, that this relationship that I once had with this person has been damaged beyond repair. Or maybe it's a relationship with your parent. Or maybe it's your parents' relationship. And as that has begun to be fraught with difficulty, you've been getting the fallout, and it makes you feel like there's just too much chaos. There's too much darkness. I mean, look around in, in our world today. There's plenty of darkness in the world. And you're not immune to it. Uh, and the story that we get in the Bible, and the story that kind of kicks off the whole story of the Bible, and will frame the whole story of the Bible, is that in the midst of darkness, and in the midst of chaos, and in the places where you feel alone, and the places where you feel hopeless... It says that uh, while a wind from God, and a better translation of that would actually be the Spirit of God, that uh, the Spirit of God swept over the face of the waters. And the word for swept there is actually, um, in Hebrew, is, is better translated as a, as a bird of prey, circling. And so what's it saying? It's saying that God, in the midst of this darkness, in the midst of this chaos, God is not far off, but he's about ready to start acting that he is not going to let this continue on. He is not going to let this run its course, but he is going to intervene. And maybe for you, 
in the midst of your life. Maybe for you in the midst of the places where you feel alone. Maybe for you in the midst of the places where you feel like there is no hope anymore. Maybe God is actually not far off from you. And maybe God is about to act in your life and to come in and say, let there be light. And the whole story of the Bible is God in his grace, in his free act of grace, in his goodness, coming to people who are in the midst of brokenness and despair and coming to them and telling them, I choose you. I am with you. I will never let you go. A God who makes promises and a God who is faithful to all of his promises. Amen. Hear what comfortable words our Savior Christ says unto all who truly turn to him. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will refresh you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, to the end that all that believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Hear also what St. Paul says, that this is a true saying and worthy of all men to be received, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. And hear also what St. John says, that if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he is the propitiation for our sins. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Holy Trinity Upper School Podcast. Holy Trinity is a K-12 Episcopal school located in Melbourne, Florida. If you'd like more information about Holy Trinity, please visit us at our website at htacademy.org. Thanks for listening.